We got a very special guest today. We are joined by Adam of St. Asonia, formerly of Three Days Grace. They just released a brand new EP called Introvert that features the single Above It All, a kick-ass track. And also, they did a really dope cover of Blinding Lights by The Weeknd, which I really thought was fucking sick, man. So great to have you here. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. What's the response been like to the new EP? just came out July 1st, I believe. Yeah, it came out July 1st, and yeah, I mean, so far, it seems like everybody's really loving it, which is amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, it took took a, a while to make this one and uh, to have it out now, and people are stoked about it. It's pretty, pretty awesome. What's your writing process like? Because I've always, I've always held that you have one of the best, like, active rock voices. You just have such a distinct, great voice. But you also know how to write nasty fucking hooks, yeah, and uh, I'm curious as to you know how you how you how you approach songwriting. You know, I, I mean, for me, uh, it usually just starts with a with some music and or uh, a melody of some sort. Um, you know, it, it's always different though. Depends on on what we're doing. Like for this uh, for this EP. Um, all the guys had different uh, ideas musically and that sort of thing. So I got a lot of ideas sent to me and then I would just sit uh, with those musical ideas and come up with melodies and then try to find a vibe for, you know, what the song could be about and that sort of thing. So, it, but it's always different, you know, whether we're sitting in a room together or if we're sending ideas back and forth or if I'm just sitting here with my acoustic or something like that, it's always, it's always a little bit different. There's no, uh, no exact thing that I kind of do every time or whatever, but yeah, for me, it's just about melodies for the most part, you know, try to come up with good melodies and then kind of go from there. You do such a great job with that. Uh, I see you've got Queens of the Stone Age, Jeff Buckley, who are, who mm -hmm. are some Pantera, who are some of your other uh, musical influences that have kind of guided your, um, love for music for lack of a better term? Well, those ones for sure that are back there. Yeah. Pearl jams over here as well so yeah those guys um definitely the when i was writing music when i was like 14 when i first started writing music i was listening uh to nirvana and soundgarden and pearl jam and those bands so the seattle music scene when i was younger was huge for me um <clears throat> you know and then um i mean i just i i grew up listening to everything my my parents were into everything from folk to to hard rock or whatever and so i mean just all over the all over the place but those were my main influences growing up for sure where are you from originally i guess you're you're canadian yeah yeah i'm from uh peterborough canada which is just uh it's about an hour and a half east northeast of toronto and i guess you recently moved here you moved to nashville area mm -hmm. um is that did you come here from canada yeah, I actually, uh, we still, I have a lot, obviously my family's in Canada, so we uh, we got a place in Nashville to spend, uh, you know, basically like half of the year in Nashville. The winters up here in Canada are ridiculous, so, and we're just yeah. starting to get sick of it, you know, like just dealing with ice and snow, like a lot in the cold and stuff. Yeah. We just decided to get out of the winter, and Nashville seemed like the perfect place. Um, it's a beautiful town. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I mean, I've been there a lot in the past, and I love you know a lot of the people there, and it's just 
you know, we've got two little kids too, a baby and a four-year-old. So schools are amazing. Um, yes. You know, all that stuff. So yeah, just seemed like the right thing. Right now I'm back at our place in uh, Canada for the summer. <laughs> yeah, Nashville, man, you made a great choice. It's a beautiful town. I love going to Nashville. And you know, what's interesting is I don't know if it's always been this way, but at least in the, I mean, I know it's, it's always been obviously the music city, but um, with rock, everybody from rock seems to be kind of coalescing around Nashville right now. Um, at least in the last several years, I've noticed a noticeable uptick in, in people moving to uh, Nashville and having been there so many times, it's just, I get it. It makes sense. It's a, it's a freaking awesome place. It's a fun place to be. It's a great place for families. Mm-hmm. Um, it just makes total sense. So welcome. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, what is that? Is that a difficult process to move? Because like to me, I mean, I live in the U.S. and it, it takes balls to move in general, mm-hmm. but then to move out of a country, is that something that is, uh, is that a, is that a difficult process? Is there like a lot of paperwork involved or is it just something you're able to do? You know what? I'm able, I'm really grateful. I'm thankful actually that I'm able to do it. And my, my wife's from Minnesota. So, um, mm. so our, you know, we're able to, we're just, yeah, luckily and fortunately able to go back and forth. And because, because of the work that I do, um, I have a a uh, a visa that allows me to live in the states as well. So yeah, um, yeah. Just isn't she? She's she's from Minnesota though. She's she has. Can you get citizenship like dual citizenship possibly? She can. Uh, I don't. No, she she. You'd have to do one or the other. They don't. Um, oh what? Yeah, as far as I know. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit a yeah. little bit weird. I think um, if. She wanted to become a Canadian citizen or whatever. She'd have to, uh, I think she'd have to get rid of her U.S. citizenship. I could be wrong about that. I'm not too sure about the ins and outs sure. of it, but I it's feel like that might be, that might be part of it. You can't, I don't, I know kids that are born, like our kids will be dual citizens because they'll have a U.S. passport right. and a Canadian passport. Um, but yeah, if you're not born that way, I'm not sure if you can have both. So, but either way, yeah, it's, it's we're, so, we're lucky to be able to go back and forth. It really wasn't hard because we kept our place in Canada, so uh, we didn't really have to move much. It was just we just came down with our clothes, basically, and you know, right. Mm-hmm. It makes yeah. I mean, it's just that's that's really cool to be able to you know. You've got my vote. You know, if you want to become if you want to become right. a citizen, if I have any say in it. You've got my vote, bro. Oh, thanks, man. All right. <laughs> You've had such you. a, a big impact on rock music. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just wondering if I talk to a lot of people that are, um, you know, like Howard Jones from Killswitch Engage is one of them, where mm-hmm. that guy, like, he, for the longest time, I explained to him, I'm like, you're one of the fucking goats, dude. Mm-hmm. And he really didn't seem to, like, that didn't really seem to resonate with him. And, uh, and you know, like, I don't know if he's being humble. I, I just think he's a really, a really good dude. I'm curious, though, like, you have had, a very big impact on rock music. You have a mountain of hits under your belt. Does that, it, does that something that, like, are you aware of that? Like, you have had, I, I'm so excited to talk to you because the, the discography that you have been involved with and the songs you have written have just stood the test of time. I mean, these are immaculate songs that you've written with both Saint Sonia, Three Days Grace. Um, you've done stuff with, like, uh, I guess, Apocalyptica. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just you have so much work under your belt, that, and it all has fucking stood the test of time. Is that something you think about? Is that something that motivates you? It's, um, no, I mean, it, it's weird because it all it all happened so uh, 
it, I mean, it, it just seems to happen fairly quickly over and time goes by pretty quick and you don't even, I mean, for me, I, I haven't really thought about it too much. It's just, uh, you know, it's a, I, yeah, I mean, I don't, I try not to think about it too much um, because there, there's definitely, there gets to be a bit of pressure with having to write something similar to what you wrote in the past or try to try to have as much success or something like that. So it's, yeah, I think it's kind of detrimental to think about it too much. And I, I, I just, I really feel like I was lucky just being in the right. I mean, we put in a lot of hard work back in the day, but at the same time, I think we were, we were just in the right place at the right time and met the right couple people and, um, you know, and it just happened from there. So, yeah, I mean, it just, yeah, is what it is, man. I, uh, yeah, I don't think about it too, too much. I mean, I'm super, super thankful and grateful that I've had the, the opportunity and I still have the opportunity to write music and put it out and have it received by people is pretty amazing, you know. And, and with, with this new EP that you guys have written, um, how much are, you know, what's the, what is the, are you writing all the lyrics? Do other people participate in that? You know, it's just like, how does that, the, the reason I ask that is because you guys are, are really a fucking super group. The talent that is in that band, um, what everyone has accomplished in this band is absolutely monumental. And I'm curious, you know, like, when you went into this process, when was it recorded? How long was it? Were you guys all together? We we wrote the EP separately because we were in lockdown at the time, so we were sending ideas back and uh, forth. Um, for the most part, most of the lyrics on the EP uh, I wrote, um, a couple of the, or one of them left behind was written by Cody, our drummer. Um, so that song basically. Uh, yeah, it was basically all all his um, lyric ideas and everything. So, but there's yeah, I mean, again, it's always kind of different. There wasn't really a like we didn't have a specific way we wanted to do it. It was just we didn't have anything else to do. Like everybody else, we were stuck in lockdown at home, and so we were just sending things back and forth. And then I put down you know melodies over some music or you know so some of the songs I wrote completely. Um, couple of the tunes were co-written by different people our producer sort of helped with that too but um yeah it was just uh, just yeah really different sort of just back and forth whatever worked and we just wanted to, we just wanted to put out the best the best batch of songs that we had at the time you know so i think well i mean you don't miss i mean you don't miss i mean it's uh I, this is just a, another another mountain of of quality from you and uh, that's all you've ever done is uh you know a lot of people will go a career you have a great voice that that's not enough to carry people you know what i'm saying you have a very good voice but you got to be a good songwriter too and you happen to have both of those and um you know the thing i like about saint Sonia as well is you know there has been a long period of time between releases it seems like you guys are very much um i don't know i mean would you say you're a perfectionist is that because you guys were like really trying to make sure these songs were as good as they could possibly be or was it just happenstance yeah you know we put out uh the first record in 2015 and then we put out flawed design in 2018 i believe uh so yeah it was about three years between the first and second but i i had a lot of stuff happening where i i had to you know i went to rehab and i had a i had a baby and stuff so there was a whole bunch of stuff that happened then so that was the reason for the 
the three year, uh, you know, between the three years between the first and second album, and then this time around was just we weren't in any rush just because the the pandemic was happening and there was no didn't seem like there was any rush to put something out and yeah we basically just wanted to wait until everything was over so that we could at least get out and support it i mean that makes sense that makes total sense i wouldn't want to release anything when literally the entire music industry is shut down that that's a very good point Mm -hmm. um you know and uh, you mentioned you'd gone to rehab and i have i have always been so inspired by people who are in bands and are in rock music that have been able to um, address those sort of issues. You know, Ivan Moody from Five Finger Death Punch mm-hmm. is one of the people that really inspires me mm-hmm. that had a, a number of problems and he, he addressed them head on. He inspires me as well. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he's fucking killing it uh-huh. and you are too. You know, what, what, um, what did you learn from that experience? Well, I mean, I spent um, like 20 years in and out of, I mean, over 20 years in and out of, uh, uh, treatment centers a few times and, um, you know, different drugs and alcohol and all sorts of stuff. So it was always on and off for, you know, for years. Um, and what really clicked with me in 2017, when I, when I went into, uh, rehab for the last time was my, I mean, when I was there, my son was born and I, I wasn't able to, I, he was born on the other side of the country. So I wasn't able to, uh, you know, I wasn't there when he was born. So, and I mean, it just, that just flipped the switch in me that it was no longer about me. I mean, when you have a kid, it's, uh, you know, yes. yeah, it just changes everything, your whole perspective on everything. And it's no longer about just me, you know, my selfish kind of, I, I need to do this for me. And that is no, no longer about that. And it just, I mean, light bulb, you know, if you want to say went off. And so that was it. I mean, that was the turning point for me. You know, uh, a lot of people, I think, have to get to, you know, they say that you you got to reach your rock bottom. Uh, and I definitely was, I had hit my, I think I had bounced, uh, you know, on the rock bottom a couple of times. So, um, yeah. So anyway, when he was born, when my first son was born, um, that, that was it for me. That changed everything in 2017. I haven't, haven't looked back. And I'm going to tell you, man, that is beautiful to see. I mean, really, that is, that is, I, I hate the, I hate the, um, there's this notion where people, there's the stereotype and I don't like it. You know, we've seen people that have, you know, that we've lost mm-hmm. from, from this. It's, mm-hmm. it's very serious. Mm-hmm. And, um, I hate the idea that it's like, Oh, you gotta be a rock star. You gotta be a big fucking mess to be a rock star. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I don't think so. I don't think that's what it has to be. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's the majority of examples are people who are, who are maybe they're not sober, but they don't have issues with substance abuse mm-hmm. and they're able to produce great music mm-hmm. and then look at what you just dropped mm-hmm. also fantastic music and and i think that's a beautiful thing that um you you know I mean, we need you around i mean you're we need great singers we need great songwriters and uh i'm i'm, I'm telling you man i'm so happy that uh you push through that and and it's just a that's a real that's a beautiful thing man and uh i i'm i'm that's just awesome oh, he, thanks, man. Yeah, it changes things for sure. You know, it uh, there's a lot more drive. I mean, when when it's no longer just about yourself, uh, and you know, you, it it changes things. It, it yeah, yeah. So no, I'm 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 really grateful, and you know, that I'm still here because there's, I mean, there's yeah. numerous times you know I probably shouldn't have survived you know certain situations and stuff. Uh, so. 
yeah, I'm just, I feel pretty lucky to be here and lucky to be sober and, you know, lucky to have an amazing, beautiful family and to be still playing music, you know. That's beautiful. I'm, 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 I'm grateful you're here and you're doing, you're, you're doing so well. Are you guys, um, are you guys looking at going out on the road or anything? I mean, I know you have shows coming up. Are there any tours or anything that you guys have coming in the pipeline? Yeah, that you can sure. talk about. Uh, well, um, we're waiting for a tour to uh, be confirmed. Just literally right now. Um, so yeah, we've got uh, I think three festival shows coming up this month uh, as one offs, and then hopefully Great. we'll be we'll be on tour in uh, around September. Um, yeah. So we're just waiting for that to come through. Uh, we've been waiting on it for a while, so I feel like it's probably going to happen shortly, and we'll be able to announce everything soon here. We've got a Europe run I later in the year, but, uh, yeah, definitely hit the States soon. Good. I can't wait, man, because, uh, you know, you guys are so great live. I've seen you guys play a couple of times, and it's always been a great show. Again, I just – I really – I'm not gassing you up here. I really think that you're one of the best rock front men that we have. Uh, you, you, just the entire, the voice, uh, the performance, everything, you fucking kill it. And, uh, I mean, really, I'm a huge fan of your work. Always have been. Thank you and, so um, much, man. So you were recently, you guys, uh, you got back together with the guys in Three Days Grace, which I fucking love the idea that people that aren't bandmates anymore are able to be bros. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, that's beautiful. And you guys were recently inducted into the Norwood District High School Hall of Honor with Matt and Brad uh, mm -hmm. from Three Days Grace. What was that like? Because it's like typically what you see, and this is what I, I always wonder about this. Like typically you see athletes and stuff. They put them up on the wall. And I'm like, you know, we, we, need, to have, we need to have musicians and successful business people and everything like that need to be recognized as well. I'm not sure if that's the first band they've ever inducted to that, but what was that like going back to your old, old school and maybe seeing, did you see any old teachers? What was that like for you? It was crazy, man. I mean, it was really cool. I didn't see any of my old teachers uh, from there, but it was, it was pretty amazing to go back to that school and take my kids there and just kind of walk the halls and just check it out. Uh, yeah. I mean, that town, the town of Norwood's about 1500 people. So it's a small town, super small school. And, I mean, I don't think they have really done it before, um, so I feel like we might have been the first. I think, I think maybe there's some old, uh, older uh, people up on that Hall of Honor, maybe some hockey players and that sort of thing. But uh, um, yeah, no, it was just amazing, uh, you know. And to do it with those guys was really cool too. I hadn't seen Matt in about ten years or so, so it was pretty amazing just to to hang out and do something like that was really cool. Yeah. So with you guys kind of rekindling your relationship with Three Days Grace, there's a lot of speculation that maybe you guys could work together in the future. I don't know if that will happen or not. Is that something that you would ever be open to, though, if it, at any point the opportunity might present itself? You know what? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, for sure. We're, we're, we've all grown up. We've all, uh, you know, we've all, uh, yeah, grown up. It's been been a while and nobody's there's no hard feelings or anything like that and we're all in touch now and we talk and text exactly. and stuff so yeah i mean we haven't really talked about um doing anything not yet anyway but uh i feel like uh, something like that is most likely you know down the road at some point um yeah definitely not it would be uh, big yeah it would be it, it would be a lot of fun so it'd I mean, be very big yeah, it, <laughs> it would be probably, very big. Yeah, probably would be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You never know, man. We haven't really talked about it, but uh, yeah, I guess we'll see. You never, never know. Anything's possible for sure. 
I'm rooting for that. If that were ever to happen, that would be wonderful. And, and again, like you said, it's, it could happen. It would be huge for y'all. It would be huge for rock, and, and that would be a beautiful thing. And, but the main thing here that, that is important is it's cool, even if you guys didn't work together, it's cool just to see that you guys are bros. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and, and a lot of times people aren't in bands anymore, mm-hmm. and they get fucking pissed at each other, and you know, they get angry and all that stuff. But with you guys, it's, it's, um, it's just cool, man. It's cool to see. What it says is it says you guys are mature people. Mm-hmm. That's what it says. For sure, yeah. I mean, and, when you spend when you spend twenty years in close quarters with anybody, um, you know, your best friends, and it get it can get it can take its toll, right? Everybody gets into different yeah. things, and it gets you know. So, yeah, all that kind of stuff happens, just like it does in in most bands or whatever. But yeah, families. Yeah, yeah. You're basically a family on the road. You are so. Yeah, and then there's a certain point where it's it just doesn't matter anymore. Like what you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we've all kind of reached that point where it's, you know, it's, uh, it's just kind of pointless. Life's too short, you know, to yeah. be angry at old things or old grudges or anything like that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like uh, you, you and the other guys had posted you guys went to lunch together or something, mm-hmm. and I saw that. And I'm just telling you, as a hardcore Three Days Grace fan, uh, I saw that, and I was like, dude. God, I hope they. I hope they do something, man. Right. <laughs> Just, I know it's selfish, but I'm like, they got to They got to for the culture. Right. They've got to do something. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. The, the comments so. on that post were pretty insane, for sure. Yeah. That was, <laughs> yeah. Well, which we yeah expected yeah. for sure, but yeah, yeah. No, that was cool. I, I did a yeah. video on this channel where I was like speculating about it. I'm like, you know, could they be getting back together? What do y'all think? Seventy five thousand views. Right. Thousands of people in the comments right. are going. Oh my God. Oh my God. Are they going to get back? They got to do something. So I know, I know these things are very complicated and I'm like you said, you haven't discussed it, but we'll see. I'm hopeful for that. But in, in the meantime though, the thing is, is that you guys with, with St. Asonia is everybody in the band also like Mike, he's doing stain stuff again as well. Um, it appears. And, um, I think there might, there maybe there may be another album from them, which would also be sick. And, Mm -hmm. You got you guys all come from different. Your brother is in Saint Asonia as well. Is that correct? Uh, he's my cousin, Kale. Uh, we grew up. Oh, he's your cousin. Yeah, we grew up together. Um, you know, we were we were like brothers growing up. So we're, yeah. you know, but yeah, technically we're cousins. Uh, but he's in the band. Yeah, he is was it, also. Is it, is... Go ahead. Sorry. No, sorry about that. Sorry, there's a little bit of a delay. Um, is there? Is your? Is it crazy being in a, a band with like your actual relative? You know what? It's awesome. We, I mean, we grew up together and we played music since we've played music since, uh, <laughs> since I can remember. So like, yeah. Just a little guy. Um, since we were like <laughs> uh, five years old, we've been playing and singing together. So it was just a matter of time until we were in a band together and he did other things and I did other things. And yeah, now we, we're finally in a band together. What, it's amazing. What, you know. what previous bands was he in? He played, uh, well, in Art of Dying, a band called Art of Dying. Oh, yeah, I love Art of Dying. Uh, yeah. Um, he also played with uh, Thornley, Ian Thornley from Big Wreck, um, and a few other things. Uh, and same with our drummer, Cody. Cody Watkins was also in Art of Dying and did a lot of session drawing for different artists and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's quite the quite the family we've got in the band now. We're all pretty tight, and uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. 
you guys are killing it. And I just, I, I'm, I, I have loved this EP. I've been bumping it nonstop. And I love to, you know, I am a huge fan of covers. I'm a huge fan. And I think for bands, there's this lot of, uh, you know, it's the easy comment. You guys are just, I mean, people say this about Five Finger Death Punch and they, and they don't really stop doing covers. And I'm glad they don't because I, I think that you can, you, you can have a mountain of great material mm-hmm. and you can also do covers. I think covers are fun. I think Absolutely. some of this can be about having fun. And uh, <laughs> yeah. so I'm curious, how did you guys kind of decide upon the Blinding Lights uh, cover that you guys did? I thought that was so sick. Yeah, you know what? We, um, the, our record label had asked us to do a cover, so we thought about some different tunes. And, um, you know, I've done, a, obviously, a bunch of covers in the past and just taken um, some older songs, older rock-ish songs. And um, so, I, yeah, I just felt like we, doing something outside of the genre would be cool. And, and a lot of bands are doing that now, too. They're taking different – I've heard a yes. few – a few really cool covers, you know, that you wouldn't expect. So just wanted to do something like that. And the weekend, that song, I mean, him being from Canada, from Toronto was uh, kind of part of it. We're from Toronto too. And it just, you know, felt good. And that song is just a great song in general. It doesn't matter who does it. Yes. You know, it's just everything about it. So, so good. So we just really felt like we could just heavy it up and, you know, give it some, a bit of an edge and, yeah, it was a lot of fun, and uh, we haven't started playing it live yet, but uh, I think we probably will if we get the opportunity a bit yeah. longer of a set, you know? I would love to see that. You guys did um, Phil Collins as well, right? I don't yeah. care anymore. Uh-huh, yeah. That was dope. Yeah, that's a fun song. I mean, that that's always been one of my favorite uh, favorite songs, and it's kind of the Mine same too. thing. It's I think the key is just taking a song that's uh, this is a really good song, you know? Yeah, I guess that it depends on what you like, and that's a little subjective. But uh, yeah, if it's a good song, if it's a really well-written song, I don't think it matters who does it because yeah. it still tends to hit you sort of the same way if it has the same chord progressions and the same melodies and that sort of thing. So yeah, no, it's always fun doing a cover, man. I grew up playing covers, and you know, yeah. So yeah. I, I think that's fun, and I think it keeps things interesting, and I think. Like you said, a great song, it can be a great song, but you don't, sometimes pop-oriented music mm-hmm. translates very well into hard rock. Absolutely. And I think we yeah. see that. For sure. And, and not yeah. not only in covers, but, you know, a lot of stuff now that's a lot of bands, uh, newer bands coming out with stuff that you listen to a lot of the melodies and the verses and that sort of thing. There's pop pop melodies and that sort of thing are... They're definitely crossing over into rock, you know, so it's just that pop sensibility and everybody likes to, a melody that they can sing along with and just, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's just a, uh, and and like Beartooth, they just released a new song today and the chorus on that thing is very pop oriented. It's incredible. I I love a big chorus. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we don't have, I think for, I don't know, I think the last 10 years, a lot of bands have focused on how how heavy and how technical can I make this music? Right. And I respect that, but there is something to be said about writing a compelling, catchy, uh, that, that is, despite the fact that maybe the playing might be a little bit simpler, mm-hmm. I, in my opinion, from what I've seen, it seems as though that's just as difficult to write a song that connects with people. Absolutely. And, and, and is, yeah. For sure, for sure it is. I mean, if you... I mean, to be honest, I think writing 
writing riffs and um you know i love writing riffs and but it it's i think it's quite a bit easier to sit with a guitar and come up with a you know heavy sounding riff that's just and it's quite a bit easier to come up with that than it is to come up with a you know just a a solid chorus <laughs> that is like you know undeniable sort of thing it's it's definitely yeah, yeah. so yeah you're right i think uh, i think it's it's you know it's cool i mean music is uh it's always evolving it's ever evolving and it's always changing you know what we listen to and what people are into so that's the the amazing thing about music you know um you one of the things that i wish i would have the chance to see with you and i haven't gotten to get to go to this you do like acoustic sets um and every time i'm like damn i want to go see that or, or is there any plans for that in the future coming up any more acoustic shows because it seems like that gives you the chance to bring out covers and mm -hmm. really do whatever the hell you want to do yeah no that's a lot of fun man i've done i've done quite a bit of that over the last uh, bunch of years and uh no plans right now that plan to uh plan is to tour with santa sonia and do some big rock shows but oh yeah there's always i mean always um I always love playing acoustic and uh, yeah, so I do the odd one here and there, but eventually for sure, you know, maybe, maybe next year at some point between, between albums or something like that, I can hit the road and do an acoustic set. Uh, acoustic tour would be a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just, it's a good problem to have to be too busy. You've got so many great things going on right now. It's like, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, maybe, a, that's a very good problem. Yeah, I mean, it's just, again, I just am so pumped up. You've got this new EP. You've got Introvert. It's out now everywhere, featuring Above It All, featuring the cover of Blinding Lights. And, um, you know, what What would you say to people that haven't listened to this yet? What would you, how would you describe this EP to them? Um, I'd say it's uh, all the way through from front to back. It goes pretty hard. And uh, the songs are... Uh, they were all sort of written early on in the pandemic. So there's a, there's that, I don't know, just the, there's sort of an urgent, urgent vibe to the whole thing lyrically. And um, I think, yes. I think it's just relatable. Uh, I think a lot of these songs are relatable for, for everybody. Cause we all just, we all just went through this, this crazy thing together. And that's what most of the songs are about. And it's, it's pretty heavy, you know, in, in different yeah. ways. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. Mm -hmm. Well, I know you're a very busy man, and um, uh, I just want to thank you. It's been such a, an honor to talk to you, man. Again, you're, you're one of my favorite vocalists of all time. Thank you and, so much, man. Um, and you're, you're, a, you're a monster, dude. So uh, keep killing it. Uh, I'm, I am very much looking forward to what the future holds for you, whatever that may lie. Uh, I am rooting for you a thousand percent, and I'm so thankful. And also, your kids are adorable who have been walking around <laughs> Thanks, in man. the background. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> he's wondering how you saw him yeah yeah no thanks yeah, man i i really appreciate it um that's that's amazing thank you for the the support and i remember the video that you did yeah. about the about neil and i yes. sitting down i i do remember now that you said you did a, a youtube video i my manager sent it to me and said does this guy know something yeah. we don't <laughs> i was like no no but it, but well, I didn't say anything definitively. I'm just no, like, no, exactly, hey, no. They, yeah, yeah. It was just just a conversation. Yeah, no, it was it was great, man. Right. No, but I appreciate everything, yeah, dude, man. It's just, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm rooting to, for it. I'm trying to wish it into existence. Yeah, right. I got you. I got you. Yeah, there's. I hear yeah. you. 
Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dude, much love, much respect to you, man. Keep killing it again. The new EP. Check this out. It's a banger. Adam doesn't miss. This dude is just a champ. All he writes are hits. And thank you so much for your time, brother. I really appreciate of it, Of course, man. Thank you. No, I really appreciate it. And I, I love the shirt. Thank you. Hey, dude, it's Brittany. Hold on. Let me see if I got this. Uh, I, I, I saved this for... It didn't work. I had a sound effect. I have a sound effect for Britney Spears. Is I wear my Britney bitch? shirt all the time, but it didn't work. Oh. Yeah, it's it, yes, exactly. It is, That's right? exactly what it says. I had a feeling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it never works when you need it to <laughs> right. work, though. I it's got a, it. No, I knew. I knew, it was, I knew it was coming. <laughs> I'll pipe it in afterwards. There you go. All right, <laughs> thank man. you, brother. Have a great day, man. Thanks, thank you, you too, so buddy. Much, we'll, we'll chat soon. Thank yep. you, buddy.